Hi there, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. And I'm Thomas Kidlet with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Good morning, Roger. Hi, Thomas. How are things? Oh, splendid. Splendid. Uh, long weekend uh, ahead of us, so that's always a good thing. New month starting, so, um, you know, sun is shining, I think. Yeah, everything is splendid. Uh, Chamber of Commerce Day, as we say. Uh, Correct. (laughs) Speaking of the chamber, uh, we've got a great group of folks here in our Zoom room. Uh, Could you please introduce our guest? Absolutely. And let's do uh, ladies first. Uh, We have uh, the Junior Service League here, and um, we have the president, Christine Pilgrim, and Megan Ortville. She's the PR chair of the uh, Rome Junior Service League. Um, Then we have R.L. Jennings. And associates, and uh, we have representing them Lee Jennings. He's uh, the CPA there and the managing partner, also the CFSCA. And then also a new business that we welcome to Rome. Uh, It's Easy Auto, and we have Ben Chandler. He's the president and COO, and Casey Tuggle, director of marketing. And it's going to be a fun round. Good morning, everybody. Morning. Good morning. Hi there. Welcome. Uh, we are still on Zoom, but fingers crossed we are going to get back into our studios at the Rome News Tribune after Labor Day, as the world is slowly but surely getting back to normal. I think we can all agree on that. Um, and just following up on Thomas here, let's go ladies first, and uh, let's talk Junior Service League of Rome. I did a little uh, Googling around on your website. Been around since the 1930s. That's correct. Yes, this is our 87th year um, of service to the Rome community. Okay, just uh, give me Junior Service League 101. What is the organization about? What are your goals? What do you do? Well, it's kind of wide ranging. The primary purpose is to serve the women and children of Floyd County, and we have done that um in all sorts of ways throughout the years. We used to see uh sell TV seals. Um, you know, 60 some odd years ago, um, we've done hearing and vision screening, speech, um, speech therapy. We used to provide speech therapists before there was like a dedicated, that dedicated service within the public schools. Um, nowadays, we have a couple of different things that we do. The first one is our League for Learning program, which provides um, school supplies. What? Oh, Oh, it's a little bit of feedback. I'm sorry. I'm talking over myself. Um, So we provide school supplies. And I just want to make sure I give you guys the right numbers. Last year, we served over 2,500 students in 16 schools. And um, that amounted to $16,000 worth of donations. Wow. Um, So that's one of our big fundraisers. The other thing that we do that's not really related to women and children, but it's just related to, you know, Rome in general, is that we are the owners of the Chieftains Museum. And so we, um, I believe that we took ownership of that building in like 1971. We had it put on the National Register of Historic Places in like 1973 or 74. And so we support them financially. Um, They're mostly self-supporting financially. I shouldn't say that, but we do give a portion of our fundraising every year to help them. And then, of course, we also own own the building. Um, 
Yeah, we've and had, then we, we also we, have community partnerships. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, we've had the Chieftains Museum on the show before. It's a great facility, and I encourage people to go check it out. But I didn't mean to interrupt you. Keep going. Oh, no, you're fine. And I totally agree. I didn't know. I mean, the history of Major Ridge is amazing. Somebody needs to make a movie about that because it would be, it would be a blockbuster, I believe. <laughs> But um, we also have community partners and, and getting back to that mission of women and children, um, we typically select community partners who serve women and children in um, Roman Floyd County. And I have a list, I won't go you know, into the list right this minute, but um, of um, organizations that we partner with, we provide them with volunteer hours. We do grants, um, I guess you would say biannually, once every two years. And um, we also provide them, we have service uh, member drives where we uh, provide them with like school supplies if they need it or cleaning supplies. That was a big need during COVID. And so we help our partners in that way too. So it's a multi-prong, uh, um, mul- many services that we, that we provide, multi-prong approach. Megan, did she cover everything? Megan? Did she? Uh, yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, the only other thing that I would add uh, is that, you know, every other year we do um, different fundraisers. Of course, every year we do the points at a fundraiser. I believe this past year we raised um, $47,000 and they're actually the same points that is that are at Disney World. Um, so one small plant is, allows for um, one student's school supplies. Um, but then we also do our garden tour um, and taste, which we had this year. And then this coming February, it's February 4th and 5th, so mark your calendars, we will be bringing back Follies. Um, that was rescheduled. We were supposed to have it in 2020, but because of COVID, it got put off. So we're really excited to bring that back this year. Okay, great. Just kind of going around our initial little openings here, we'll, we'll check in with Lee Jennings. So Lee, at RL, at RL Jennings and Associates, I'm just going to assume you're real good at math. <laughs> I'm good at numbers, not math. There's a huge difference between math and numbers. Okay. My wife is a math teacher, but I am a accountant who interprets numbers. I always tell people the big difference is a math person works really, really hard to get the answer. A CPA tells you what the answer means. Oh, you need to put that on a bumper sticker or a t-shirt or something. <laughs> Uh, my wife gets so frustrated she gets all involved trying to get the answer i'm like just get the answer and i'll tell you what it means <laughs> so just so tell us a little bit about your business and your background just traditional cpa services and taxes and things like that yes uh, we're a full service accounting firm or cpa firm and we do what cpas are licensed to do and that is provide attestation services on or opine upon financial statements and other you know related such matters and, and that's what cpas you know you go through the trouble, get licensed. That's what you do. We've been in business since 97. I've been in the industry since 85. I want to admit that. Uh, we have two offices, one here in Rome, one in LJ. Our client base really now is worldwide. Uh, we've been, you know, fortunate in that we've been able to, you know, reach across all lines of uh, countries and all. We work a lot with in Europe. We're, we're starting to do a good bit of work down in South America. We've kind of built a reputation dealing on an international level. So it's, you know, it's been interesting and fun. I just had a meeting yesterday with some folks who are based out of Jamaica. who are looking to do business here in the U.S. Uh, we serve, like you said, we, we, on our attestation side, you know, we serve governments, banks, 
of manufacturing companies, nonprofits, you know, the, the whole range of, you know, different, you know, industries, as well as we provide, you know, on, because we're divided into two divisions. We have a, uh, what we call our insurance division, which provides the attestation work. And then we have our small business division that provides you know, the traditional uh, corporate tax preparation, uh, individual tax preparation, bookkeeping, payroll, and those kind of things. So we have two clear, distinct divisions. We have, you know, roughly 20 some odd employees uh, between the two offices. Uh, and so, it, you know, it, it's, it's, it's done well. We won small business the year, I believe it was in 2009, if I'm not mistaken. I hadn't looked at that number lately, but we've, we've been very blessed and very fortunate. And we continue to grow <clears throat> and reach more and more businesses. Like you say, with COVID kind of made us really hone our uh, remote skills, I guess is a good way to say it. We've been, we, you know, we've been able to stay connected through our clients through the remote process. We have, we've done so many Zoom meetings. I've quit, I've lost count, especially now with our European and, you know, clients that aren't, you know, local. You know, we, we use a lot of, you know, either Zoom or Teams. And some of them, even, you know, have some other, you know, in-house programs they use to communicate. So it's been a very, you know, interesting time the last year. We've, we've been very busy, you know, trying to help small businesses, especially with the payroll protection, you know, loans, the uh, EIDL loans, of course, now the employee retention credit. That's what we were just discussing before, you know, we went on this is we, with the IRS and the Treasury has finally put out some regulations regarding I'd apply for this credit and it's, you know, it's a very uh, lucrative credit if, if you meet the qualifications for it, of course, as well as, you know, the PPP was, and, and of course the EIDL, PPP is kind of petered out, but uh, the EIDL loans, you know, are still going there typically on a 30 year basis with like an interest rate of 3.75%, which is very, you know, cheap money from a commercial side. So it's been, you know, a very interesting, uh, year to say the least is you know we, we we're experiencing growing pains just like everybody else we're having a difficult time hiring staff you know or qualified staff and you know our industry has been facing a decline in people becoming cpas for the last 20 years and we've worked hard to try to reverse that but it you know something that took 10 or 15 years to create can't get solved overnight sure so it, you know it's it's, 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 a, it's an interesting world every day we face. We've got a new administration in that's changing rules every day. And I say, what's, what I say today may not be good tomorrow. So we better go back, you know, always look back and see what, what's going on. Yeah. As they say, elections have consequences. And a lot of times you find that out, regardless of administration or party, you find that you have to find that out from your accountant. Uh, at tax time, especially, um, I want I want, do want to circle back around with you, Lee, in a minute. I'm in, interested in this this international business that you've developed. But let's let's uh, check in with the guys at Easy Auto, Casey and Ben. How are y'all? Uh, well, tell us. I, I went to your website as well. You guys have several locations. Tell us a little bit about your business and and what sets you guys apart. Sure. We uh, started Easy Auto in 1991 on the heels of being in the new car industry for several generations. We have six locations today, including Rome, Georgia. We help good people that have had issues in the past get into good, reliable vehicles, uh, as can be. And um, 
We have uh, over 8,000 active customers, and um, we look forward to serving the Rome uh, community in the, the greater Floyd area. Okay, so what was it? you said your background was was cars forever? Cars forever, yes. Uh, so we actually uh, opened up in 1911 the South's oldest Ford franchise. It was uh, CC Car Ford here in Cleveland, Tennessee. And uh, it survived through several iterations and um, remained 1993. Uh, we had always sold and financed used cars off of that lot and uh, a couple other uh, new car franchises and uh, decided to get into uh, independent sales and uh, automotive financing exclusively in 1991 and just never looked back. So what have been the challenges over the past you know, year with COVID for you guys? As, as Lee just mentioned, you know, some businesses was able to continue on Zoom. Uh, you know, people were still, be able, still able to meet. But what about you guys trying to buy, car, sell cars? In the first 30 days uh, going into the pandemic were definitely a challenge. We had to rethink the retail environment. We were uniquely positioned at our locations to where we could accommodate uh, remote purchasing. We offer a home delivery service, which was already built into our offering well before COVID hit. That became increasingly important during the, the peak of the pandemic. But just like everybody else in the world, we adapt to remote work um, and uh, telework. And, um, and outside of about the first two months of being you know, off kilter, we, we got into a nice rhythm and uh, the company, you know, not only did well, it thrived over the last 18 months. So we're happy to be here. And uh, the challenges that we faced, uh, I think, made us a better company today. Well, that's great. Uh, Casey, and what is your role there? Marketing manager. Okay. So, so what's your elevator pitch to tell people how great y'all are? <laughs> well, um, I think Ben summarized it well, but yes, that is the goal is we're trying to help as, as prices of cars keep escalating higher and higher and new car prices are at their highest ever. We're trying to help people get something good and reliable that they can actually afford. And I think that becomes more and more important as time marches along. It's more important now than it was in 1991 because cars are people are getting fewer and fewer vehicles per household as they get more expensive and they have to have something they can depend on because they don't have an extra vehicle to, to use to get the kids to school or to go to work. So that focus on reliability is uh, is a key thing for us. And where are your locations again? If you could just list them for me. All right. Let's <laughs> see if we can do this uh, without any reference. Cleveland, Tennessee, uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, Murfreesboro, Knoxville, Dalton, and Rome as of today. So you've, you've crept into Northwest Georgia. Welcome to Rome. Thank you. We were talking a little college football smack prior to the taping here. You guys, you guys have some, some volunteer lean to you. That's a little off-putting, but sitting here in Northwest Georgia, we get Alabama, we get Auburn, we get Georgia, we get, you know, we get Clemson, you, you know, <laughs> we all love football, right? That's right. Well, you know, at least we're Rome Braves fans, right? So, I mean, there's something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we actually love Rome. We're, uh, it's a, kind of a hidden gem, you know, it's the rare city that's growing off the interstate. It has a lot of its own character and personality and we're really happy to be there. Um, we've really enjoyed walking along broad street and, you know, it feels a lot like our home up here. It's got a great community feel and we're excited to be growing in West Rome. You know, I think there's some new interest and activity over there and we were happy to, 
kind of be part of that movement forward, be on the way up. Well, great. Welcome to town. Um, Thomas, uh, I know Thomas, we like to find a connective tissue sometimes between the guests. And I always, I always rely on you because you're the chamber guy. You're the, you're the tip of the spear here. So what's the connectivity here between our guests today? Wow. You caught me early this time. Um, (laughs) Uh, let's see. Um, I, I thought about, you know, honesty, you know, which includes help and support. You know, um, each of our guests, um, you know, supports um, some type of, of a good cause. Uh, you know, the um, Junior Service League, obviously, you know, women and children, they provide supplies. You know, they support the community. Well, we just heard uh, from um, Easy Car, you know, they support uh, households to have a reliable uh a vehicle and you know obviously uh numbers maps um you know what does an answer mean you know you got to be honest uh you know with that outcome there as well so um you know the theme might be honesty today <laughs> good one before the end of the show i'll ask you to say it in german hold that's a tease we won't do it just yet um okay let's go back to the to the junior service league here christine like we, we you did just did some of the history of the organization it goes back to the 1930s um, like what's the membership? How can people get involved? What are your numbers, uh, the organization itself? Yes, we have about 55 active uh, members right now. And um, typically, if you're in the Junior Service League, that the, what you serve is a it's a six year commitment. You have a uh, one year as a provisional where you sort of learn everything that we do, because there's a lot of moving parts, hard to believe. We are a volunteer organization, but the people in our membership do treat it like a vocation. Um, And so you have a year to sort of figure out what all the requirements are. And then you have five years of service. After that, you can um, become a sustaining member. And our sustainers are very important to us. They still continue to pay dues. Of course, they support all of our fundraisers. And so they're a very vital part of JSL. When you're done with your five years of active service, you're not really done. You have the whole rest of your life to help us out. But um, for somebody who wants to join right now, we have an application and those are typically due, um, I wanna say middle of March. We usually have some sort of um, info session. Last year we had it at um, River Dog somewhere around town where you can come and meet some of our current members and then you need to get that application in. You typically have to have one sponsor and two endorsements. So those are just people in the community, usually people who have already been in Junior Service League either are always, always somebody who's either a sustaining member or an active member who can um, who can sponsor you. And we can help you with that if you're interested, because you may not know everybody who has been in Junior Service League, but we keep a very detailed uh, red book with all that information. So if you're interested in joining, go to our website, jslofrome.com. Take a look at the application. There's a couple short answer questions. We take our application process pretty seriously. Start thinking about who you may want to be your sponsor and endorser, and then reach out if you're, you know, missing one or two. We can help fill in those gaps. So it's obviously it's a it's a labor of love because you talk yes. about it. So you, everybody kind of throws themselves into it. Yeah, can people make it work with other jobs and family and things like that? Yes, it's you know that's the thing that is sort of crazy about our organization is that it's 100 volunteer driven. 
But we have like the most tremendous roster of professional people in our organizations, whether it's doctors, school administrators, nurses, teachers, attorneys. Um, So it's kind of like these superstar people who keep on digging deeper and finding more time. Sometimes I don't even understand how it's possible, but we do have a superstar roster of members who represent pretty much, you know, every um, different industry industry in Rome. And it's just incredible to me uh, to see how they find time. But, you know, we we do have required volunteer hours. We have required meetings. Um, The nice thing about the volunteer hours is that you can usually pick a placement that works with your schedule. So if you say are a nurse and you work four tens, then maybe we can find something for you that accommodates that one day of the week that you have off. Like if you have off a Tuesday, well, that's great for a placement, like say, for example, um, a school that needs somebody to read to students or um, help students with homework, because a lot of people are busy Monday through Friday, eight to five, right? So that rare person who's available during the week um, is a rare gem within the organization. But we also have weekends. Um, and then a lot of people now that COVID has come along and really prior to COVID, but I think as everybody else has said, COVID has accelerated. A lot of nonprofits have digital needs. So I have had somebody say, hey, I don't really need you to come in and sit in an office or sort through something, but can you help me with a grant application? Can you proofread? Because I'm an English teacher um, in my non-league time. Can you proofread a grant application for me? Or can you draft 50, um, you know, we have to get these donation letters out. Can you can you do that for me? And so those things can really be done on your own time. And you just sort of track those hours um, and then you report them back to us. So I do think that COVID, and then we also have required meetings, of course, but, you know, a little secret, and Megan, you're going to get the inside track on that. Now that we've successfully completed a year that included some virtual meetings, I think we will allow some virtual meetings going forward. There's nothing that can replace um, that person-to-person connection. And so we are, um, we moved back to in-person meetings last year, um, outdoors to keep them socially distanced and safe. And we're moving um, back to regular in-person meetings for the fall. But I think we will allow opportunities um, to zoom into meetings because, you know, there are some people in our organization who are who are very professional, very well resourced. And we don't want to miss out on that that person because they, they are busy on Tuesday nights. We have so many like school administrators who are like, I can't make the meeting because that's the same day the school board meets. I'm certainly not going to say no to a professional like that. And so we make it, we make it work. Where, what, what grade do you, go ahead. uh, If I just could mention something really quick, you know, I second uh, every, every word um, Christine just uh, mentioned. And, you you know, I just want to warn Casey and Ben and Lee, they, they are champions of reaching out and finding you. And, you know, (laughs) at the end of the day, they make you dance in front of a audience, um, you know, and not just, not just the normal dance, they make you wear um, coconut bras and dance in front of an audience. So um, they are champions of reaching out and making you work. And, you know, it's all for a good cause and it's all fun. Yes. And I will say, you know, our membership right now is limited to ladies, but we are in desperate need of gentlemen for our follies because we have 50 some odd ladies, but there are lots of, you know, parts for men and we are always needing those. And 
like Thomas said, especially if you're willing to make a fool of yourself, that's highly valuable. So coconut bra, grass skirt, dressing up like Tarzan, dressing up as a chimney sweep, anything like that for Follies, those tasks are usually reserved for the gentlemen in our group that are mostly husbands who put up with it. Uh, Thomas, is it safe? To, have you worn a coconut bra, Thomas, or were you just? Well, you know, you, you are a journalist. You can find that out. You know, you can dig in the archives. That might might be a fun story you find. I can get some pictures. I can get some pictures. <laughs> oh, so, um, okay, I've lost my train of thought now. Oh, no, you're fine. Go ahead. Oh, I, I actually did want to ask you, what grade do you teach? This is off the subject, but what grade do you teach? What do you teach? Oh. Excuse me. Okay, so up until this very last, this very year, I uh, I taught at Georgia Highlands. I taught um, freshman English, composition one and two, and I've been doing that for the past ten years. But as of this fall, I am joining the staff at West End Elementary as a fifth grade language arts teacher. So I'm moving down ten years from twenty year olds to ten year olds. Well, you are speaking to a proud former West End student. That's great. That's wonderful. Uh, I'm so excited. I could, yeah, I had uh, Mrs. Bernard for second grade, Mrs. Burdett for third grade, Mrs. Berrien for fourth grade, and Mrs. Biondo for, uh, you know, had a whole lot of great teachers there. Um, it's kind of scaring me that you still remember. I'm kind of hoping that if I don't do a great job, my students will just be out of sight, out of mind. But you're telling me that what I do has a major impact. Oh, and, you know, that's you, yeah. People remember their elementary school teachers. Uh, I, yes, I, I love there we only lived a couple of blocks away i got to walk to school it was yeah uh, it was it was, it was great dream. uh yeah that we i very much enjoyed my my years at west end playing playing peewee football for the warriors uh shout out to all my former west end warrior classmates and teammates uh lee that's awesome let me circle back around to lee here because i wanted to follow up with lee about how, how have you grown your business internationally kind of being a cpa and i think you said your offices were in rome and lj it's not like you can go, you know, meet somebody for lunch on Broad Street uh, to solicit this business. How, how did this happen? How did these doors open for you? A lot of it is word of mouth. We've been working with some of the international companies, you know, here in Rome. You know, there we go. Factoring. We did a little bit with Pirelli, but then we we got it all went back to we had an, a client whose daughter started to work at the State Department, and of course, you know, you work at the State Department, you travel, and, and she's traveled all over the world, and so she kind of uh, sprinkled goodwill for us throughout, you know, various countries. And we've also, we, we're a member of IR Global, which is a uh, international group of accountants, lawyers, and consultants. And so we've been a member of them for a while. And, you know, it's kind of one of these, they ask you to be invited. But like I say, majority of it's been word of mouth of other clients. They've heard of our reputation and all. And, and, and Rome has a pretty diverse international community. And, you know, we've tapped in well to that, to those folks. And they've referred, you know, people, oh, can, you know, can you help my cousin who lives in Chile? Or can you, you know, help my uh, uh, parents who live in India? Or, you know, I have a friend in Germany, you know, who, who has a, an issue. So I was working on a, a lady's return for we, just a few minutes ago who's, you know, from Germany. You know, she's a U.S. citizen, an expat living in Germany. And so I got to file my taxes so I can get my, you know, stimulus check. But a lot, like I said, a lot of our business is word of mouth. You know, people hear about us and, you know, you know, hey, I, you know, work this guy. Because we have clients all over the U.S. now and they'll, you know, 
refer people, you know, hey, I've got a friend that lives X. Can you help them? And then, oh, by the way, they've got a business. Can you help them with, you know, they're looking to do business. And a lot of people in other countries are looking to do business in the U.S. because of the, you know, of the U.S. economy, you know, being as strong as it is. Uh, you know, the negative interest rates over in Europe where they're charging to keep money in the bank. We're working with now with a client from Monaco who wants to, you know, start investing here in the U.S. and, you know, divest himself of his investments over in Europe because he's, he's not making, you know, he's not making any money. He said, I, if I'm, not, I'm an investor, I got to make money. You know, I can't, I can't pay the bank to hold my money. <laughs> the, the, uh, the best way to grow business is positive word of mouth. I mean, you can market all day long, you can advertise, but when you got a satisfied customer or client telling their friends and neighbors and family, uh, I would imagine that's true in any industry, even in the car business, right, guys? Um, I do want to ask you guys, uh, you, might need to, you might need to unmute yourselves there. I'm looking on the screen here, and I see that you're muted. Um, I want to ask you guys, what, what brought you to Rome? What made you want to move, come into the Rome market? So there are a few things that really attract us about Rome. Um, one of them is the, the size of the population is really substantial for uh, where it is located and not being on the interstate. We were really like surprised at how many people there were and how vibrant it was and how it was growing. And so we love getting into any community that is growing. That's one of our main criteria because we want to grow with that community. And when we looked at the history of Rome, I honestly was surprised. I'd been to Rome a few times, but I never realized just how much work there was to bring this resurgence and bring this riverfront redevelopment and all of the energy that was going into making Rome a more vibrant place. And we thought, okay, that's great. You know, because we are, uh, we are with our customers for years. We depend a lot on repeat business, as you said. So we want a community where people are going to stay and live and work and play all in the same area. And we want something that they can be proud to drive because seeing a nice, truck or SUV or Jeep that they got from us is some of our best advertising. So we want a community that's really community centric. And we did not honestly want to deal with uh, the, the Atlanta market. <laughs> and so, you know, Rome was a very attractive uh, location that was felt like home and feels like us and had a, a nice population with steady growth. And it has a great junior service lake. That's right. I keep hearing that. Our president actually looks resplendent in a grass skirt. <laughs> okay, Ben, they may be they may be coming after you. Uh, That's let, probably a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's go down around the room one more time. I kind of want to do here is contact information. Uh, I guess Megan, with you, are you guys on social media, uh, website, phone numbers, or Christine, whoever wants to jump in here? What's what's the best way for people to connect with you, follow you, support you, join you? <laughs> donate to you, et cetera. I'll let Megan answer. <laughs> we have a Facebook and an Instagram, um, JSL Broom. And then um, we also have the website, which can be found on that. I believe that's jslbroom.com. Christine, you can correct me if I'm wrong on that because I might be. Yep. jslbroom.com. That's right. Okay. Um, I'm new to the publicity chair, so I'm still learning all of these things. But um, I do run the Facebook and Instagram so if anyone ever has any questions, feel free to reach out to us, shoot us a message, and we'll be glad to answer any questions that you have. Beautiful. And also, you know, if you're looking to buy um, poinsettias at Christmas time, um, or if you're looking to buy Follies tickets next winter, you can buy all of that through our website. We're, you know, we're slowly but surely becoming a digitally oriented organization. 
And um, all anything that you want, you know, any of our fundraisers, we we do all of that online now. All right, that's great to know. Uh, Lee, what is some contact information for you guys at RL Jennings and Associates? Are you on social media or website, things like that? Uh, RomeCPA.com is our website. Uh, we are on Facebook. I just got through posting an international article on Facebook while we were sitting here and one came in on a new tax thing. Uh, our phone number is 706-802-1945. Uh, like I said, most people contact us through the web because we have a very interactive website. It's we're actually we're in the process of revising it. So that, that's a lot of people just go to the website. Our email addresses are on there. You just you scroll down to our members. And our emails are very simple. It's our first name at romecpa.com or ljcpa.com, depending on which office you work in. Beautiful. Uh, ben and Casey, what's what's the actual street location of the, of the new Rome facility for you guys at Easy Auto? Yep, 1954 Shorter Avenue. Feel free to come by. We just opened uh, this morning as of the taping, so July 1st. We actually have been open for all of about two hours now. Uh, we are very excited about that. So you can actually can come by now, take a test drive. And we do have our phone number. It's 706-413-8574. We are at easyautoonline.com, uh, Easy Auto Rome, Georgia on Facebook, and Easy Auto Online on Instagram. Uh, one of the things that uh, you may not know Rome well enough yet, so I may be putting you on the spot here. One of the things that we have noticed when we do this show, when people tell us their locations, they they usually reference a restaurant. <laughs> We're right by the Little Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> if you drive, if you drive past. Uh, let's see, what's the uh, Red Lobster that's on the right, and you're driving west in Rome, keep going past the Red Lobster, and right before you get to Little Caesars, we're on your right. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Thomas, final word from you. We need the German translation for honesty. Um, that that would be Ehrlichkeit, so a uh, long word, complicated word, but never mind. But, you know, thank you to all of our guests and, you know, what we just heard uh, from um, – Casey, it's, it's a testament to our community and, you know, that goes back also, you know, to what the chamber does. We all connected. We all do like, love, word of mouth that puts us on the map, even internationally. And, uh, you know, that was just a, a picture book, you know, a community uh, outreach here. So, uh, you know, if you guys just look a little bit deeper in each other's organizations, you know, I, I think there is, you know, tons of business possible, you know, just look at the member list uh, of the JSL folks, you know, and uh, Kristen, you know, Casey, and especially Ben, I hear, um, is a great dancer on stage. And, you know, Lee, um, as well, you know, um, I'm sure, you know, you want to buy some nice uh, Christmas gifts, you know, and nothing better than a nice, uh, you know, bunch of part of uh, Pamincetas. So great group, uh, great meeting. And um Love you, out. Thomas is just trying to make sure everybody in this podcast gets in the follies, isn't he? Well, one thing I've noticed, Thomas, is interesting through this show with with uh, R.L. Jennings and Associates with Lee. You've got a business that's tried and true. They've been around in Rome for 20 or 30 years, whatever it was, and, and they've grown steadily. And through word of mouth and doing a good customer service, they've grown their business. The market itself has attracted a new business. Easy Auto has come. They look at what's going on in Rome, and that attracted a new business to come join us. And then on the the service to community side, you've got the Junior Service League, which has been around since the 1930s, but continues to attract a new generation year after year after year to continue to serve our community. So it's just it's kind of a, a cross-section of 
of, of different th- ways that, that uh, Rome is such a great place. So that's my final pontification. So <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> nice wrap up. So thank you everybody for joining us. We do appreciate it for Thomas Kislett. I'm Roger Manus with Rome business radio. You've been listening to the Rome Floyd chamber, small business spotlight. We broadcast from the Hardy realty studios and we work in cooperation with the Rome news tribune. Thank you so much for listening.